are Locked On Wildcats. Your daily podcast on the Arizona Wildcats. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Happy Monday, everyone. Thanks for keeping it locked on, Wildcats. And if you kept it locked on this entire weekend, that was really good. And you know what? We appreciate the efforts. We have a budding uh, listenership in Estonia right now. And uh, we have now 28 different listeners from Estonia. So all of your contributions out there, we really appreciate it, guys. Keep it up. So Anthony Cimino back with us again. John Schuster in the house as well. Figured uh, Schuster and I were talking on the phone a little bit, and he said he wanted to talk a little bit about kind of where the athletic department's at. And, you know, this is the first time where that I can remember, guys, and I think you mentioned that, and Jamino, you did too, about how, you know, basketball coach knew, football coach knew, baseball, softball, basically everything's new. What are just kind of your guys' initial impressions? Is this a good thing? Is this a bad thing? What are you guys thinking? I'm not sure that's ever happened in the history of college athletics. Where you got to replace four of your big five, mm-hmm. and we'll throw, we'll say women's basketball is the fifth these right. days. I don't think, I don't know if that's ever happened. And it's just such a. But but, but here's the weird. Is it is now, it good? Now, I, I don't know. And that's and, and, and that's kind of the thing. And I was chatting with someone who's kind of who overreacts about a lot of this stuff and talked about how Hickey's just a terrible athletic director because you know a good portion of this happened. And that's a narrative well, I actually wouldn't mind getting into to some degree okay. as well. Perhaps a little bit later. But on it's this not episode. like all but four guys or let's, all let's four people them, just said. Let's take them. Know, let's take them one on one. Okay, you have. A basketball coach in Sean Miller who was under the shroud of sanctions for what three or four years and stopped now, winning. And okay, you know, which is two, both, both yeah, are bad. All right, and, yeah. yeah, but but generally speaking, had it been me, you know, yeah, can you argue that I would have fired him four years ago as opposed to now? Sure, but you did it now. It's still understandable. And then you went out and got what appears to be a a, a top assistant from a high level program. Seems reasonable. You have a okay, football so, coach. Okay. Go ahead. So I'm putting that one in the Arizona win column. Okay. All Arizona right. basketball better now under Tommy Lloyd than continuing with Sean Miller. Is that fresh? That's a win. Fresh start. Okay. New. All right. You know, Let's, yeah, okay. I think so. Right. Football. All of it. All, all the context around right. that. Okay. So I mean, if if Sean Miller wasn't in, if if you know they hadn't had to take their year of no no postseason, if that thing. If, that whole litigation is still out there. Mm-hmm. You know, I think Sean had lost some of his recruiting mojo. And oh, yeah. So, yeah, the whole context of resetting with Tommy Lloyd in 2021, 22 season, yeah, that's a, that's a win. That's a plus. Football. That's, Kevin Sumlin was over six. The Cats lost 12 in a row. This is pretty easy. Yeah. This is pretty easy. And, you know, I wasn't Jed Fish right. fan at, at the hire. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think a lot of people have – come around in the off season, which means nothing. Right. That's correct. correct. Because Thank you. It be, which is great. I mean You're I, right. I he love, might be good. I love everything he's done. That's it. Right? I love it. But how is he gonna react? How's the team gonna react when they start losing games? Which they will. I we will see. Over mm-hmm. under in know. Vegas is two and a half. Anthony, if well, you're going to betonline.ag, oh, that was actually a natural segue. Betonline.ag, Anthony Gimino says pound the over of two and a half right there for betonline.ag, Arizona over. Sorry, guys, Red reads done. No problem. Uh, softball. So, okay. okay, so I'm putting Arizona football, football in a win. That's pretty As easy. a win, and right. It, because 
Yep. The, the three of us filling in for Kevin Sumlin right. was a win. Sumlin didn't want to be here. He collected the paycheck. They weren't very good. Uh, Fish has done everything Nobody right since he's gotten here. Nobody responded to him. Right. They have responded to Fish. That's obviously a win. And, um, in terms and, of hiring and making the change, yeah. that's obviously a and win. And his timing is going to end up being pretty good because even people who don't care or don't go to Arizona football a lot, they're going to want to go mm-hmm. because come this fall, Everybody wants to go out. Right. I mean, everybody right now is going back out. And that's what, after a year, year and a half of not being able to do that. Now you got a Saturday night in Tucson doing something. Uh That's an interesting point. The thing that's also the the fish has going for him that someone didn't, basically a lot of things, I would assume. But, again, I don't know that fish is going to be – I still wouldn't have been the guy that I hire even to this point. But like you said, A.G., He's done everything right. He's done. He's played the media right. He's recruiting at a pretty high level, at relatively speaking. Sure. And that was going to be my next point, is that Kevin Sumlin really married two very impressive uh, strategies together, of being a terrible coach and not recruiting well. <laughs> so you had guys. I Recipe mean, for success. So, but at least now, yes, exactly. But at least now when you see a kid that's committed to Arizona, they're choosing him over like Washington State and you know, Illinois, uh, they just got a kid that they beat up Indi- or beat out Indiana for. That's a lot different than ULL Lafayette. Yeah, I'll take those. Western Kentucky. I'll take those kids you mentioned in the first part of that sentence all day. Yes, for sure. Yeah. That's fine. Yeah. And then you know what? Then it's on you to find out if you can coach, if you can coach them up or not. So, yeah. Softball. Tra- Candrea was transcendent, close to his retirement. There are indications he wanted to retire last year, stayed on another year. He, w- he, al- he was always going to handpick his successor. No question about it. Okay. Yeah. So... At some point, Candrea's got to retire, right? So if that's the case, he wins. Let me ask you Isn't this. that a win? Uh, Let me ask you this. I can't, take, I can't put that in the Arizona softball win column. I don't... Well, well, okay, why not? But, why not? But because based on the circumstance, you can't right, do anything right. about the circumstances, right? right? Because Candrea's going, sure. going to retire at some point. I don't, so you've got to deal with that. Hi, in, I'm not sure. I'm going to give in it, the vacuum. Can I give it a tie? Sure. Nobody you can give it whatever you want. Well, but, I mean... You can do whatever you want. It's basic. You're the guest. It's basically Some, your podcast. The program's in still in great shape. Their freshman class, their current freshman class, incoming freshman class, is going to be very good. They're going to have some talent. They're not going to. They're not going to go from World Series to finishing seventh in the Pac-12. If the new staff, and I love the fact that they're all from Southern California, they're all fairly young women from Southern California who have big time name recognition. And if there's, if I have one, well, I have two criticisms about Mike Andrea. One, he's a Yankees fan, so that's that's <laughs> unforgivable. For sure. Right. Two, um, how did the two of you ever talk? Yeah, how did you? How, and how did you get a shout we, out? We talked a lot about Yankees Red Sox, <laughs> and most of the time he was on the right side of that through right. um, our relationship. So uh, the other, he just they've had really good teams, uh, but f- the last ten years. You knew going in, they didn't have the pitching to win at all. Was Kenzie Fowler kind of the beginning of the end in that front? Uh, all a little bit, a little bit, because all her injuries. Mm-hmm. I mean, she was. She was supposed to be the best pitcher. She was in the this close to winning, and you know, people see, people can't see, but my fingers are real close together. Right. Uh, they winning, missed it by winning, that much. Winning, How much? It was my get smart and proud. Yeah, yeah. Right. she could have won a championship. Arizona could have won a championship, but she was a freshman, mm-hmm. and then you know, injury, injury, injury. And at that time, Mike didn't have a, a pitching staff bench because part of the problem was Kenzie committed pretty early. Right. 
And when once Kenzie committed early, you couldn't recruit another stud pitcher. Right. Nobody wanted to come and compete with Kenzie because she was the best in the country. Right. So you got a bunch of B-level pitchers who weren't going to be stars elsewhere. And once Kenzie got hurt, there was nobody to go to to take them all the way. And then they just really didn't have it. Did, uh, O'Toole was really close. Mm -hmm. She could have, I think she's the exception there. Right. But like the, the pitching staff they just had, it wasn't going to be good enough. Did you, now, and you So if this staff can re get back into Southern California, get the best, second best, third best pitcher out of there, whatever. They might be all right. They might be all right. So we've got two wins, a tie. And the I, like, I think it's going to bring some new energy, some okay. new. Some new and and, and so I don't think they're going to fall off the map. Okay. And, and we they, don't know what the heights are. They take a nice are. little okay. new direction. Baseball. You lose baseball coach to an SEC team that probably emptied the bank mm -hmm. to get it. Arguably the best job in the country, LSU baseball. Okay, if that's... If, Six if, national titles last 30 years. All right. And a ton of money. Yeah, and, ton of money. And, and a ton of money. So that's in, in its own vacuum. It's understandable that you would take a high-profile job that pays you more money. So losing him is understandable, right? And we don't know, obviously, if it's a win or not, but right. well, it's, probably it's an not understandable. Be, yeah. We don't, we, you don't like it as a Wildcat fan, but you understand it. You can see it, right? Oh, I mean, I, I get why he left. Is that what you mean? Yeah. So, I mean, I kind of put that one in for the big picture, Arizona. Yeah, that's that's a loss. We don't know who's going to replace him, of it's course. It's a loss because he's right probably now. one of the top 10, 15 sure. coaches in the nation. I mean, he's... Right. Yeah. There's he, a reason he that LSU wants him. He took World Series, him. a great guy, been recruiting great. He's got all the... He's got the stud freshman on the team. Hmm. So, obviously, he had things rolling, and if he had stayed, you'd say, oh, yeah, that's probably... probably you could have won a national championship with Jay Johnson as your head yes. coach. Yes. Yes. And so, Absolutely. I would say that that's a, that's a step back. So, let me ask you this. Actually, why don't we tease right here... Built Bar is something that Jay Johnson's probably going to be utilizing a lot at LSU. And you know what? The players there are probably going to be utilizing him, too, because Jay Johnson, as Anthony said, is a smart guy. And you know what? He might even be listening to this. Well, maybe not. Come back with us. Thanks for keeping a Locked On Wildcats. Anthony Jamino, I cede the floor to you. John Schuster, you as well. You guys both. Okay. Do you mind if I uh, open up? Here's the narrative that I've heard. And, and tell me where I'm wrong about at least the narrative versus reality in regards to who is running the Arizona athletic program. This is what I've heard, all right? David Hickey, who's the athletic director, takes all of his orders from an egomaniac U of A president in Robbins. Robbins makes all the decisions. Hickey takes the bullet. Hickey is incompetent. Hickey is just collecting a paycheck. Hiki is no Greg Byrne. He's completely out of his league. He has no idea what's happening. And th that's, what I've, you? that's what I've heard. Okay. okay? Uh, that's the narrative I've heard. Who, who, now, who are you talking to? Uh, who haven't I talked to? That, that seems to be right. you know, what it has been said repeatedly about Hiki. Now, I see a guy who seems to have or is in the mix, whether Robbins made these hires or Hiki made these hires, whoever, Hiki gets the credit because he's athletic director. A guy who hired a football coach who seems to be more connected to the U of A than, um, you know, obviously the predecessor was. A guy who hired a basketball coach who is a top assistant from a program that's been to two uh, finals in the last, what, four or five years. Mm -hmm. uh, and, is in, and, and is from a top five program who was one, one of the hottest assistants in the country. He kept Adia Barnes, who got Arizona to the, uh, who got Arizona women's basketball. Mm -hmm to the NCAA Finals and one possession away from actually winning a national title and kept her. 
He's maintained Candrea and has a succession plan, probably put in place by Candrea, but nevertheless, Hickey's the guy who went along with that, and now he's got to make a decision from a baseball team that he oversaw that got to the College World Series. And, so, but so, and he's dealing and, in a position of strength because that's a really good job. And it's a really good job. Additionally, that he's, was tough to, to, the best of, to, to, to the best of my understanding, he's raised money uh, for some facilities uh, to really? boosters at the UA. Is that not your job? Your job is to hire good people and raise money. That's the job of the athletic director. Where am I missing this 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 thing where Hickey is incompetent and completely out of his league and doesn't belong as the athletic director at the U of A. Well, because a few years ago, everything was being blown up. Football was horrible. Basketball investigation, not what it once was, sullied. Mm-hmm. Um, women's basketball was still ascending, but they weren't anything great. Softball hadn't been in the World Series in several years. Um, overall, the over- the general athletic department, the success. I mean, it used to be in the 90s. You know, they do this all director. The yeah, director's, the director's cup. cup. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, Jim Leibigood programs through the 90s, they were top 10, top 12, top 15, year after year after year. Then you looked at them recently, they're like, I don't even know what they were, 35, I was like 45, in the mid-30s 55. or something, right, yeah. And that's not where Arizona should live. Arizona should be a top 25 overall program, sometimes a lot better. Mm. But isn't that Greg Burns' fault more than it's Dave Hickey's fault? And isn't it Hickey who's – and I don't mean to be – to full disclosure, never met Hickey, never talked to Hickey, don't know Hickey, <laughs> don't care whether he's a great athletic director or not. Being that you called him David Hickey, this, I think. This, this, <laughs> right, right. See, I, you know, well – Everybody else calls him Dave. We're on such a good, okay, good relationship <laughs> but terminology that we call him Dave. Dave a lot. You just edit that into over. He said David? Wait, what's, what's, is that how that works? What's Dave's middle name? Do you, is it like a mother where you say, David Aaron? <laughs> <laughs> David Tiberius Hickey. Please get in here. Uh, the, but, but I hear repeatedly Hickey's lousy at his job, yet I look at an athletic program that seems to be improving. Okay, now, that's the only... I'm going to go there. I'm going to go there. Because the rest of it now I don't care about anymore. I don't care about three years ago now. Do I think the athletic department's in a better shape today than it was even a year ago? Absolutely, yes. And, you know, maybe he gets credit for that, or somebody's got to get credit for it, right? Maybe we'll just give Adia Barnes all the credit (laughs) for it. I'm, I'm perfectly fine with that. But they had an unbelievable spring especially in the women's sports. Mm-hmm. Well, baseball, too. So, but when, Don't we have to give some... Whether it's, it was women's golf, women's basketball, softball. I mean, all those things were pretty exciting. Don't we, even men's tennis. Men's tennis people were, like, even paying attention to a little bit. Let me ask you this. Don't we have to give some as far as the hirings go? Don't we have to say that the best hires on campus the last 10 years were both Greg Byrne ones and Adia Barnes and Jay Johnson? Yeah, based on their success, it'd be hard to argue that. And uh, obviously with Hickey, the verdict's still out as far as Lloyd is concerned. Oh, no and doubt. Fish is concerned. So it's no. early in that process, but certainly. I uh, think, Johnson's success I rate is excellent. I'm, Barnes is clearly right. a great hire. I think, what, I think what people are also kind of getting to, and I think what you're alluding to, and Anthony might be able to speak to this a little bit, is it feels that when it, in the past when Dave, 
Dave. Dave. It's has, Dave. Yes, yes, it is. Dave. Has had nobody calls him David. Right. Yeah. No. Well, you know, we, we the don't only know. the oh really that's the only guy who actually calls him David seems to be the only guy who's actually defended him oh, and I'm, his overall performance. No, I'm about to defend David. Oh, but see, okay, see, when when he's Dave, he's bad hickey. When I, he's David, he's good. I think he's in a weird. I think he's in a weird spot here because I think the I think it is no matter what you say and Anthony's uh, ex. Uh, he was in your wedding at some point, uh, uh, John, John Wilner. John Wilner. Yeah. Sure. Okay. Yeah. Uh, John Wilner. Grooms. He knows it all. Yes. Okay. Wilner. Wilner said that, and I'm quoting Wilner here. Mm-hmm. Wilner said he's never seen a president that is this involved mm-hmm. in athletic decisions. He said he's just never seen it. Period. And it's weird though because I believe, and Anthony would be able to speak to this much better than I would, that if he if it was up to Dave Hickey, he would have hired Ken Niamatolo. Two, uh, two times ago, and maybe this past time as well. That obviously was deep sixed for a bunch of different reasons. Someone felt much more like a Robbins hire. Um, that's how we get to this point. You know, he's sitting with Khalil Tate right after all of that happens, and basically a sign of solidarity that, you know what. So Hiki's in a weird spot where even if he chooses the guy that's the right person, he can be vetoed by the president, but the president also is keeping Hickey though because Hickey's taking all the arrows. So when you go on social media, I mean, Dave Hickey's essentially Roger Goodell in that he's protecting all the owners from all these dumb decisions that they've been making. So I don't really know what my point is right here. No, but I think it's interesting. He, but, he, he's in this he's in this kind of weird limbo. Right. But 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 part of what I and, and and I think a lot of the reason that came back and you guys correct me maybe that maybe I'm the only one who's getting that negative vibe about how Hiki is a terrible athletic director and maybe out in Tucson media land or whatever the case is and social media everybody loves the guy and I'm just getting mixed information and I'm off my kilter it wouldn't be the first time uh, but it, it it seems that Hiki is in this I, I think where things got frustrating is probably the way that it appeared the two, the hiring process, the major hiring processes were handled, you know, because the Navy coach was considered high up the ladder, and then they bring in this other guy who's like, who? Uh, where where did he come from, this guy? And then the Arizona hire was, basically it looked like they wanted Lloyd all along, but then they went to the par- the prom and saw that Eric Musselman looked cuter, and they and, and they dumped Lloyd for a moment to go after Musselman. But then when Musselman used them to get you know three times the money out of Arkansas, they kind of circled back with their heads between their legs trying to get Lloyd again. But ultimately, they still got the guy who they were looking at the first time. So is that good? Is that bad? Is it? Did did they hire the? Did they handle hiring processes poorly? Or did the media interpret the hiring of those uh, 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 that hiring process poorly? We we the only time we talk about hiring process is during the hiring process, <clears throat> and that was done. We don't. It doesn't matter anymore. I mean, it right. really doesn't. But right. I think. If, but I think the only the the, the, the connection. You're right. Ultimately, they made and, what appear to be two good hires. Regardless of how they got there, it yeah. appears to be two good hires. We there, there's this interpretation, I think, that the way that they got there was weird oh, and maybe unconventional. Yeah, I, and if that was the case, the incompetence reputation started to build itself. Despite in the end, them maybe getting to the right oh, spot. Yeah. People always get everybody's got an opinion on the process of who the candidate should be. They don't know. I mean, I don't know. I mean, I had my opinions. I mean. 
Ken DiMatololo was my guy. Right. But it doesn't mean... And I don't not, blame you for that. Yeah. Not, there's not doesn't mean there's not another guy out there. Mm-hmm. So we want to be a harbinger of hope on this show. And right now, Anthony Gimino is saying that if you were to look at this time, 2020, as opposed to right now, and keep in mind COVID, we don't care. We're not talking about yeah, COVID yeah. right here. Just the overall strength of the athletic department, Anthony Gimino is saying we're I'm, in a better spot. All right. I am much more interested in football than I've been in years because mm-hmm. of the head coach. Right, for sure. Um I am much, especially because I'm not journalism-ing anymore, mm-hmm. um, or I can say, you know, maybe I've got a rooting interest in this or that. I'm much more interested in rooting for a Tommy Lloyd basketball team than I was a Sean Miller basketball team. In softball, I'm all on board all the time. That's um, Same with women's basketball. Um, baseball, sure. doesn't really matter to me. Um, so, but in the main two sports, football, men's basketball, I'm much more interested in and excited about their prospects than I were than I was a year ago. You know what I also, easily. You know what I'm also going to say too, and I think that I can speak for Schuster on this. And I don't want to kick somebody when they're down and they're out, but you know what, I'm about to do that. Um, the the li- the lifting of the Sean Miller era just it, it's therapeutic in this way. And that it feels like that everybody was just kind of walking on eggshells for the longest time. You'd go into a presser, you're like, well, you know what, he's going to yell at somebody, he's going to try to do this, he's going to try to do that. There was just a lot, Miller did a lot of things really well, but Miller, I think, as far as being able to push forth a, uh, a feeling of, I don't openness isn't really the right term, but you know what, being welcome there, it just didn't have a family atmosphere to it whatsoever. It very much had a feeling of, it's my 12 players and my staff against all of you. And by all of you, I mean Tucson. I mean the national media. And I don't know, maybe Lloyd turns into that guy. But right now, at least, it feels like there's at least the opportunity for kind of a reset almost. Because the Loot years, while Loot certainly had his issues with certain media types, the it still felt it was a community type feel. It felt like everybody was invested in it. I at least never felt that way at all during the Sean Miller era. It felt totally different to me. And I think with Lloyd, there's a little bit of a hope that, you know what, maybe we can get back to that to a certain extent. And I think it has everything to do with David Hickey. Yeah, for John Schuster, Anthony Gimino, and by the way, we were able to steal two podcasts out of Anthony under the guise of only having him record mm. one. That's why when Tricky. Yeah, that's why when we get Anthony in here, and that's why Anthony's probably gonna be using rockauto.com at some point. Because he's for, gotta drive all the way over here. For Anthony Gimino, John Schuster, I'm merely Mike Luke. You've been listening to Locked On Wildcats. <laughs>